to the go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past month, we've had five posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we reported on two articles where the authors reported that sudden increases in training or match play hours each week, not overall training load, may increase the risk of back pain or shoulder complaints or injuries among adolescent tennis players. In the second post, we summarized an article where the authors concluded that amateur-level referees have higher injury rates than referees at the professional or semi-professional level. However, amateur-level referees are less likely to warm up for more than 10 minutes or use exercises related to injury prevention. In the third post, we described the study where the authors described that young patients who started physical activity 72 hours after a concussion had similar concussion symptoms two weeks after an injury as patients who waited until being asymptomatic to start physical activity. In the fourth post, we highlighted clinical practice guidelines on the management of lateral epicondylitis. And finally, in the last post, we summarized an article where the authors reported that individuals with chronic ankle instability report more injury-related fear than controls or ankle sprain copers. Clinicians can rely on the Fear Avoidance Beliefs Questionnaire and Tampa Scale of Kinesiophobia as patient-reported outcome measures to assess injury-related fear among patients with ankle injuries. If we take a closer look at that final post, we find that the authors completed a systematic review to identify the differences in injury-related fear among individuals with chronic ankle instability, controls, and ankle sprain copers. The researchers searched three electronic databases for full-text articles published before November 2020. The researchers identified studies that used the Tampa Scale of Kinesiophobia, Athlete Fear Avoidance Questionnaire, or Fear Avoidance Beliefs Questionnaire. They then compared these instruments among chronic ankle instability, control, and ankle sprain COPER groups. The researchers assessed methodological quality of the included articles and calculated the difference in fear scores between groups. The initial search yielded 69 articles, with 11 studies included in the final analysis. The 11 studies demonstrated moderate to high methodologic quality. Of the 11 studies, 8 studies provided comparisons between the chronic ankle instability and control groups, 7 studies for chronic ankle instability and copers, and 4 studies for coper and control groups. On average, Individuals with chronic ankle instability reported greater injury-related fear than copers or control groups. In particular, injury-related fear measured with the Tampa Scale of Kinesiophobia and or Fear Avoidance Belief Questionnaire demonstrated moderate to large differences between groups. However, the researchers observed no differences between the copers and control groups. The authors showed that someone with chronic ankle instability is more likely to experience greater injury-related fear than their peers, 
which may need to be addressed during rehabilitation to improve outcomes in this patient population. Although the Fear Avoidance Belief Questionnaire and Tampa Scale of Kinesiophobia appear to be appropriate for evaluating injury-related fear based on their survey designs, they may measure different aspects of fear in patients with chronic ankle instability. In addition, while common treatments such as balance and strength interventions may improve injury-related fear, targeted fear interventions such as neurocognitive enhanced training with virtual reality or dual tasking may provide greater benefits. In conclusion, if a person has chronic ankle instability, then clinicians should consider their injury-related fear prior to their return to physical activity. Clinicians can easily integrate the Fear Avoidance Beliefs Questionnaire and the Tampa Scale of Kinesiophobia into their clinical practice to assess injury-related fear. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for CEUs, then please check out our nine CEU courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries and those courses on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next month with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.